Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. Anthony checks in. I'm actually wearing a jacket that I bought at his place, the garage, legendary store in Brooklyn. It looks good, I got to say. He goes, L&D is all set up. Me, you, and Paul. Anything else you want, anybody else you want to bring, let me know. It was about to say, the last couple of weeks, your show has reached new levels of greatness. You are really distancing yourself from the pack. Well, who am I to disagree with that? So I wake up this morning and I go watch to Instagram. I do that. Uh, thank you, Anthony. Every morning at like 4.30. And I see this, and it was brilliant, from somebody named Carrie Lake. You ever hear of her, Lou? Um, slightly. Yeah, it no. sounds familiar. Got a book out or something. It's called Unafraid. You familiar with this? I don't know. But here's what she wrote this uh, person. She's very, very right. It's the Inflation Reduction Act's first birthday. Let's check in. Inflation was 1.4% when real Donald Trump left office. Under Joe Biden... 3.2%. And what she didn't add was, that's gone down significantly, and it's still high. Prices are up 17%. Real wages are down 3%. Your family is spending an average of $709 a month more than two years ago while spending $900 a month to fund Joe's proxy war in Ukraine. Bidenomics is bankrupt. We need Trump back. So this lady, I decided to reach out to her. I found her. Turns out she ran for governor, <laughs> and maybe she'll be a senator. Maybe she'll be a VP. I don't know. She is uh, certainly capable and worthy of all of it. All kidding aside, here's my friend from Arizona, the great Carrie Lake. Carrie, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. I love that you had to track me down. It was so hard. You just went into your contacts and looked up my name. <laughs> I know, and I have this horrible habit, and I, and I, I do want to uh, apologize now because I forget, some of my friends are on the West Coast. I've got a bunch, and you're in Arizona, and I text you at, like, 6 in the morning. For you, it's, like, 3 in the morning, and I apologize when I do that. So, But I, I just have to get to you. So. I do the same thing, though. Oh, I, I text people at very odd hours because I'm awake or I'm in a different state, 
And I think we, uh, you know, the funny thing is that when you text me at three, sometimes I'm up and I respond to you, which is the crazy. I know, I know, it's great. I love it. Um, yes, uh, you do do that because you don't you don't sleep. Uh, you look great, but you don't sleep. But but you don't sleep because you care. And uh, this uh, message you put on Instagram and Twitter this morning here's Biden yesterday taking a victory lap for an Inflation Reduction Act, which does anything but reduce inflation. What they're doing is they're strangling us by raising interest rates to get that number down to which is still high 3%. I mean, he's doing a victory lap, and as you point out so well here, it's complete nonsense. Well, and they're going to try They're going to try to do more. You know, one of the reasons we have inflation like this is they're printing money like there's no tomorrow. And they're going to try to do, I think, print a whole bunch more money when they start pushing these climate change restrictions on us, much like they did with COVID. They're going to lure these governors in with a whole bunch of federal dollars, with which federal dollars, which is our tax money. And they're going to print out money like there's no tomorrow if these governors will agree to do emergency closures because of the heat or because of the weather. And we're going to see, I I believe, uh, a very serious recession coming up, maybe worse. Who knows? But, I mean, look at Joe Biden. He can't climb a a flight of stairs. He doesn't know where the stage is when he's trying to get on the stage, get off the stage. And he's running our economy. And, you know, leave it to the Democrats to really try to turn everything upside down. They call it the Inflation Reduction Act. Anytime they have a a piece of legislation, they try to name it something really, you know, rainbows and lollipops act. And what you end up getting is a big heap of, you know, cow manure. No, listen, you're right. They they did that with the Infrastructure Act. There was very little money spent on infrastructure, the COVID Act. I mean, all these things they do, you're right, they give it a name. And the average moron on the street, and unfortunately there are more morons than smart people. There just are. They go, wow, this is great. Look, he, he cares. I want to vote for him. And then, you know, you bring on somebody like you, Carrie, or some congresswoman or senator, and they go, Sid, let me explain something to you. 6% of the money, 6 goes to what the title is of this bill. And then others that say, well, just so you know, Trump did the same thing. This is history in, in D.C. that they name these bills and – and uh, sometimes lots of money goes elsewhere. But to your point, I've never seen it this grotesque, like under this Joe Biden administration. Oh, I mean, that's a perfect word for it. It is truly grotesque what they're doing. This is the, the administration of putting America last because he's bought and paid for by the CCP in China. He's bought and paid for by Burisma, Big Pharma, the military industrial complex, Ukraine. The only person... He's not beholden to is you and me, the American people. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was talking to a, a family member who happens to be liberal, which is I, I'm working. I'm working to wake people up here and you got to work with your family as well. And and this person was telling me, look, I, I, I was talking about how President Trump gave us the greatest tax reduction of our lifetime. And my uh, family member said, well, I, I'm paid more taxes under President Trump. We, we, we did a little figure and we figured out why, because he made so much more. He, when he looked at the bottom, how many dollars did he pay in taxes? Because he made so much more money right. under President Trump. Right. He's making like half what he was making back then. And so, of course, the actual dollar amount he paid is less now because he's not working as much because his job, his, his salary has suffered. Yeah. And so um, these people, you just have to walk them through it sometimes. And they try to make it 
confusing. They give it these cute names, the Inflation Reduction Act, and then these, these liberals can go out and run on that. I passed the Inflation Reduction Act. I signed it. They have something to run on to get them back to D.C. because they want to stay there for life and end up like another Joe Biden. Right. I mean, I would just, uh, if I was uh, Donald Trump, I'd say, hey, way to go, that Inflation Reduction Act. What about the Interest Raising Act? I mean, the interest rates. I mean, that's what's really killing this economy. It's killing us. And uh, that's part of the reason why the inflation is down to 3%, which, again, is still high. My, my, my fear, though, is that while you do a great job of explaining Bidenomics and why it's a complete failure, a complete failure, my fear, Carrie, and you were just in Bedminster, New Jersey, about three weeks ago with the president uh, promoting your new book. Great book, folks. You should read it unafraid. Is that Donald Trump is not going to have the time to go out there and point all these things out because he's going to be spending more time in court. And this is true. More time in court than on the stump. And that's my fear. Got to be yours, too. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the, the plan for continuing to throw these indictments at him. It's election interference. It keeps him from being on the campaign trail, talking about the issues that people really care about. It forces him to be in meetings with attorneys all day, and, and it forces him to spend a lot of money on a legal battle. But this is where you and I, and, and when I say you and I, I'm talking about the good people of New York who are common sense like I've never seen before. This is where we have to come in. You know, we want President Trump back because we know that he's – I mean, first of all, I like his enemy. I like the kind of enemies he has. He's got the entire deep state trying to stop him right now, and uh, he's, he's that much of a threat to this corrupt system. So that's why you and I have to get in there and do some talking. And, you know, we, we can complain about all of the indictments, and, and believe me, I complain about it because it's such a travesty. It's, it's horrifying to see our federal government weaponized in a political way like this. But we need to get up to speed on his Agenda 47. It's the most transformative agenda. It has solutions to all of the outrageous problems we're facing, many of them caused by Joe Biden and, uh, and frankly, the Uniparty in D.C. And we need to tell people about it. We've got to do the work because the media will never do it. They want him not talking about this amazing transformative uh, policy and agenda that he has for America that will turn things around starting on day one. And I think that's going to be our job to do that. Well, I said, I love what you just said. It's going to be our job, whether it's you, Carrie Lake, or me, Sid Rosenberg. And you're right. For the most part, it's going to be our job. But our good buddy, and I know he's got a 30-point lead, 35-point lead. Our good buddy has an opportunity to do it himself. And that comes up Wednesday night. So if I'm President Trump, and I know he went from I'm not going, I'm not going to at a rally asking the crowd, then last week saying, well, maybe, maybe not in Iowa. That's why I really believe, despite his big lead, he does need to debate this first debate so we can get out there and tell people about AJ-47 and and all these other things you just spoke about, uh, because or else it's up to Carrie Lake and Sid Rosenberg. You know, I, I actually, you're asking if I think he should be there? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know if we just went to a break. I'm like, Sid, are you there? No, I'm here. Um, you know, I, I I love the suspense. We don't know. I mean, everyone's waiting to see what Donald Trump's going to do next Wednesday, the 23rd in Milwaukee. Will he show up? Will he debate? Will he take the debate stage? Will he do something else on the side and kind of take all the attention away? It just shows you 
who the man of the moment is. It's Donald Trump. Is anybody saying, is what's Chris Christie going to be up to? What's he going to say? What's Ron DeSantis uh, going to do? You know, here I, I can see the pros and cons. He is so far up, and he's running against people who are literally polling at like zero and one percent. And they're going to get on stage and try to cause an embarrassment, do something to raise their, you know, stock and cut into Trump. So he's going to have five or six people cutting into him. You know he's going to have the moderators cutting into him, even though it's Fox. That's what I'm saying. I mean, do, do, you, do you want to sit there and watch that fat, stupid Chris Christie take shots at our guy because he's just fat, stupid, and jealous? Yeah, you make a good point. <laughs> you know, see, this is why it's great to have a New Yorker's take, because you make a hell of a point. <laughs> I'd love it if he showed up. Yeah, me too. I think he's the, one of the great debaters of our time. I don't believe he had any debate experience going into running for office, neither did I, but he's got a lot of common sense, and he's a good listener. Yeah. He listens to what people are saying. If you ever have a conversation with him, he's really taking in what's being said, and he's so quick with the draw to come back out. So I think that um, if he shows up, no one's going to be talking about the other guys, and he'll know how to handle them. Um, and, and you know what? He could just divert every attack right back to his agenda. Right. And make them look like fools. Exactly. That's what I want him to do. So I've got a good buddy. He's an Orthodox Jew living here in New York. I don't know if you have any of those in Phoenix or Scottsdale. I have no idea. Uh, but his name is Actually, Hesh- a lot of, a lot of um, New York Orthodox Jews moved to Arizona because of COVID and um, just some of the outrageous restrictions that they had, um, um, you know, when it came down to religious freedom and things like that. Well, there you go. And I will tell you, as a young asthmatic, my doctor once told my mom in a Brooklyn hospital, move your son to Phoenix or Fort Lauderdale tomorrow. I swear to God. So as she goes, ask your friend Carrie about her calling out the media and giving the shove it sign to the media at a press conference. Uh, uh, among the Orthodox Jews, you become a hero for that, Carrie. Congrats. <laughs> Good. Usually when I get ticked off and I do something like that, I have somebody who's, you know, uh, a bit more religious, and they're like, why do you have to do that? I, I'm appreciative that the Not my New people. York Jews love the fact that I gave the Shabbat sign. Yeah, she appreciates I, it because I didn't say it. I just did the, uh, you know, the, I guess, the sign language for it. <laughs> so um, I know there's been a lot of talk the last couple of weeks, and I apologize if we've been over this before or you have. But my audience really does dig you. You were in studio a couple of weeks ago for like an hour, you and Sergio with the book, and they really, really liked it. Uh, the uh, You're running for senator. Is that done? Is it almost done? What's what's the latest with that? You know, I'm, I'm actually contemplating it. I don't think my answer has changed much probably since we talked about it last. Um, I'm looking at the people who are running, and I'm realizing that we have an opportunity to pick up a Senate seat get it in the hands of a Republican who's actually going to go back to D.C. and put we the people first, put America first. Or we can sit back, not jump in, and let either this outrageous, uh, and I hate to even use names, but this is an accurate description. He's a socialist Democrat hinging on being a Marxist. We can let him win or Kirsten Sinema, the incumbent, who votes with Joe Biden 93 percent of the time, goes to all these um, globalist meetings, the WEF goes to Davos, cares more about the the billionaire hedge fund managers than the people of Arizona. And I know what the polling looks like. I know how the people of Arizona feel about me. They know that I'll fight for them every day. I've never stopped fighting for them, even when they, you know, stole our victory in this election. 
And so I'm really considering doing that. I, I, if we have an opportunity to get a senator in D.C. who can help President Trump move this agenda, this transformative agenda forward that will help all Americans, I've got to I've got to be responsible and think about that. I can't sit on the sidelines forever. Nope. It doesn't mean I'm going to give up on my court cases. They're still moving forward. And I think um, we're going to have success eventually with one of our court cases. It's just going to take time to get these judges to grow a yeah. set of um, bowls. How do I work? How, grow a spine. Yeah, a set of bowls, you can say on this show. You're in New York, all right? Now, we don't want to mess around over here. Okay. Grow some balls, you mother effers. Uh, <laughs> so uh, on the way out, about two minutes to go, this latest indictment, of course, is, is Georgia. And, and all these things go back to the same thing, you know, he... He believes he got jobbed, and so do you, and you did get jobbed in the state of Arizona. So if anybody, we've said this before on this show, but it's true every time, if anybody can sympathize with President Trump about getting jobbed in an election, it's you. So certainly, no matter what he contends or my friend Rudy contends, uh, you agree, because it did happen to you. But just imagine, Carrie, if they started to come down on you for saying that or thinking that, because I remember Stacey Abrams said it. I remember Hillary Clinton said it. Nobody got arrested. Nobody went to jail. But when Lake or Trump says it, oh, my God. How was that okay? Oh, yeah. They're, they Believe me, they want to come after me. They, the uh, Secretary of State fraudulently elected current Secretary of State, who's a cartel lawyer, by the way. Um, oh he's, uh, when I put a tweet out, he suggested that I be arrested for a tweet once. I mean, this is where we're going. And, it, and maybe there's somebody out there who says, yeah, well, then don't talk about Trump so much. Don't talk about elections. You know what? It's only a, a matter of time before whatever you're talking about is ruffling feathers, and they don't like it, and they're coming after you. So when President Trump says they're only coming after me, they're really after you, and I'm just standing in the way. We're losing our freedoms right now, and I know that New Yorkers are not going to uh, be cool with losing their right to speak, with losing their ability to have free speech. And this is what we're up against. We're in a Marxist revolution right now, and I think we're in the final battles here. And and i got to give the other side kudos because they're so diabolically brilliant. <laughs> that they just snuck this – they snuck all this up yeah. on us. Yeah, yeah, they did. And it was really like COVID was the great reveal to their plan. And now they are fast forward, marching fast forward ahead to take over this country. And I think that's really as serious as it is. And that's why we need President Trump in there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Bruno, he's your numero uno. Well, that's it. I, nothing else to say. That was brilliant. The ending was brilliant. The whole thing was brilliant. Your book, Unafraid, is brilliant. You're brilliant. You're great. We love you. Fearless. <laughs> and you keep coming back and talking to New York, Carrie Lake, because this is your town. You hear me? This is perfect for you. 
<laughs> I love it. I can't wait to come back and see you. Thank you, Sid. Have a great week and rest of the week, and we'll talk again soon. Right, you were terrific. Thank you so much. All the love. Thank you. There she is, the great Carrie Lake, folks. Go buy her book, Unafraid.